0: Welcome back to the Five Seven Podcast. I'm your host Mike Pre, and today I've got Alex Tosso back on the podcast. How you doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. Thanks for having me back.
0: Oh, uh, no problem, no problem. So there's a few things that we want to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, the climate change. What was it went from what was it uh, September 20th to the 27th? Yep. And we're going to talk about Colt stop uh, stopping production on the AR-15 platform. And we'll talk about uh, President Trump's Ukraine scandal. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, you, you kind of have to say scandal because then it's not it, it doesn't really apply. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So
0: why don't we start off with the uh, – we'll start off with the AR-15. What is going on with that, man?
1: Yeah. So uh, Colt, uh, you know, Firearms has decided to stop production, and they made a uh, – an announcement that they will no longer be making the uh, AR-15 platform to for sale to civilians. Now, they'll still be making it for law enforcement and military, uh, but they will be no longer selling it. And uh, one of the things they were saying is basically there is such a saturation of those weapons on the market um, that they don't feel like there's any need to produce anymore at this time. Now, they they did throw in... Uh, That this was not a permanent change Uh, But one of the things I really like is that, you know um, They called it a modern sporting rifle Not an assault weapon, which I think it's more politically correct in my opinion.
0: (laughs) Yeah Yeah, it kind of do you think that it could also be maybe like a marketing tactic?
1: Well, that's what everybody's been asking man, you know, like they're like is this because of the mass shootings and they're trying to look more favorable? Um, I think it's personally because of the pressure of making this rifle um, platform and, you know, with the mass shootings. I think that is a part of it. They did say it's not, has no influence on their decision, that it's purely on marketing because sales have declined on that sort of rifle in the last few years, and they said they've got plenty of business to law enforcement and military, but I think it's a combination of both, you know? But then if they say that, then they're going to be rallying up, you know, all the gun advocates and you know, ah, you know, it's 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 a very interesting move by Colt, in my opinion, very interesting.
0: Yeah, I think that it'd be a, kind of a smart idea because you could really grab some headlines from that, you know, saying, yeah, we're going to stop making the... Especially everything that's going on with, uh, the, with the platform. You know, when you say AR-15, people think you're talking about carrying around a minigun, you know? And uh, and them even saying that, you know, would probably put headlines everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, so yeah. is there any... um? So that's all that they're going to stop making then?
1: That's... Uh, well, no. Um, they, they did say that they're going to stop um, producing uh, rifles, including the AR-15. They didn't really specify what the other rifles were, um, but they did, they did mention... They didn't include only the AR-15 in what I read, which was from, like, time...
0: Wow. You know, are they going to stop? Are are they going to sell like the uh, what they have now? Or are they just completely like what they have? They're, you know, they're just going to get rid of it or they're going to, you know, maybe just save it for law enforcement and mill, Or are they going to like get rid of those those weapons?
1: I think what's what's probably on the, And I don't know, but my guess would be is whatever is on the schedule. They're going to roll those out, and then they're going to only produce for military and law enforcement only, probably at a scheduled near date, um, and then they're just going to stop flowing out to the market for consumers. Which means if you're a Colt fan, you better go run and get one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is their what's their market share like? Like, who who would you say are like the top? Uh, who's like the number one top AR-15 platform out there?
1: Oh, man, well, you know, they. I think they used to be. Um, they're still very popular because they're 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 used in military uh, quite a bit. But there's a huge market now for more custom platform ARs. Like, like Daniel Defense uh, makes a really nice one. There's there's a bunch of people who make ARs now. So I think that's another thing too. Is they feel like the market's a little saturated, you know, for what they do. But if you you know if you want to go fancy and you want something really like up there, I think there's definitely better platforms than a Colt. But Colt is you know the good old reliable. And <laughs> it's, it's not cheap. Old but trusty.
0: <laughs> that's
1: exactly what it is. You know, it's not cheap, but it's not. I mean, you know, it's probably half the price of like a Daniel Defense or something yeah. like. That.
0: Or like Bravo Company USA.
1: Right. Right.
0: Well, cool. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know, I always look to see, I, I mean, I, I find, you know, marketing tactics to be interesting, you know, because sometimes they'll they'll put, you know, like a company will put something out there like shock factor or what have you. And, and at one point you're like, wow, that's really offending. But at the same time, it's like, I'm talking about it with everybody and then everybody's talking about that company, you know, and then next thing, you know, they're like, well, that's not really what we we're intending on doing. But now that everybody's talking about it, you know, we're kind of going to go with it, you know, like the most interesting man in the world with Dos Equis. I always thought that that was really, really um, great advertising because, you know. People think, you know, I mean, generally thinking a lot of people when they hit 50, they think life is over, you know, and you've got this 62 year old man sitting next to, you know, two beautiful women telling stories about some of the things that he, that he's done in his life. And the next thing you know, like old guys are sexy now, you know, and, and now (laughs) old guys are wearing suits, you know, and they're walking around and, and it's, it's, it's pretty, you know, I, I just thought it was really great marketing and I thought that it was really funny, you know, they really ran with it, you know.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like that. <laughs>
0: so when um, did you pay attention to the to the climate uh, talks at all?
1: I, you know, so I listen to a lot of TED Talk. Okay. Uh, and and you know, I've seen it on the news, and there's just there's massive protests all around the world going on with climate change right now. It's it's quite interesting because the the a lot of these protesters aren't even adults. There are a bunch, are a lot of children. You yeah. Know? I I mean I saw this this little girl. Uh, she looked like she was probably maybe I don't know, fifteen. Greta
0: Sunberg, I think is her name.
1: You saw that? I did. Where she, she was getting heated. I mean. Yeah.
0: And,
1: you, you know, this is my future, and you know, and I I, I like I. I'm all for it, you know. I love in, internal combustion engines, and I love my Mustang, and you know. But it, in reality, uh, the I think it, what they what they're saying is a fact. I, I I think there is a climate change going on, and there's a lot of scientific uh, studies that can back that up. But it's interesting. Is like which way is it gonna go? You know, are they is is are we finally gonna get around to doing that? Um, I know our country doesn't seem to be, as far as leader leadership wise, too concerned about it. Uh, I know some of the European countries are starting to really get into that, and you know, with the summit meeting and all that stuff.
0: I think I can understand that because um, I've got some statistics to run off for you. Um, I actually did a podcast on this uh, months ago, but uh, I'm going to read off a few pollution level statistics for you. And, um, you know, it's funny. I I mean, I I agree with you. I believe that there is. I think that it's pretty ignorant to say that through the industrial revolution up until now, the testing that we did with nuclear weapons that we have not had an impact on this planet you know you know there are some people that are saying that you know there's nothing going on and that's i think that that's completely false now i'm not going to say that it's the end of the world right now but i will say that it's not as bad as as say that uh, you know Alexandria ocasio-cortez is saying that it is but i am saying that we did we have definitely changed the earth you know since we've been here and to say that we haven't i think that i think it's just completely irresponsible but i have air pollution um statistics uh, statistics here and you know the united states is we do we do pollute and i think that that's to, to to bring down our our footprint i think is a big deal but as you mentioned, the European European Union um, Union or the countries they are more worried about it because in China their air pollution levels there they measure it on a uh, PM on a PM level PM two point five level okay and in right. in Bakersfield California it's eighteen point two which is the highest in the country and Merced California is eighteen point two Fresno seventeen. Hanford, 16.2. Los Angeles, 15.3. Like, you get the idea. These are the highest in the United States. In China, they are doing 155.2. And that's in Zingtai. In uh, Shizanghuang, Huang, 148.5. Bao Ding, 127. Handan, 127. Hengshui, Shui, 120. Tangshan, 114. The, the top, like, 10, they're in the hundreds, which is unbelievable. Yeah. And what's even more disconcerting is that India is even worse. Kanpur is at 173. F- Fardadabad is 172. Farsi is 151. Gaia is 149. And there are, there are issues that... People are seeing in these countries like there are kids that are having respiratory issues and if right. if you are to even look on the Internet what the pollution is like like pictures of what it's like in these cities, man It's like it's like out of a movie like out of an apocalyptic movie. It's unbelievable, you know, so For this little girl to get on and, and saying that, you know ye- yelling at the UN that You know that she's lost her childhood number one is is, is being completely melodramatic. Because yep. there are kids out there that are that are in child slavery that are that are working jobs and in sweatshops you know that don't have a childhood you know there's yep. children in war zones that are that that are grow up knowing war as kids and the, and there are and there are kid children fighters in Africa, so for her to stand there and say that her childhood has been taken away from her is completely re- melodramatic and 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 you know I think the left eats that stuff up you know. And, and it's, it's it's really unfortunate. Now, there should be pointed, you know, pointed accusations. Instead of coming to the UN and yelling at everybody, she should have, you know, done her homework and said, hey, look, these are the top 10 countries that are being polluted the worst, okay? And I want them all to be held accountable here in, in this meeting. And, and, and you name off who these people are, and then you have the UN come in and say, okay, look. Which, what she's saying is true. These statistics are true, and we need to do something about it. You know, instead of just sitting there silent, letting her talk, and then that's it. You know, because that's essentially what's going to happen. She comes on. She she does her spiel. She becomes a kid celebrity, like that other kid from um, from uh, was it Stone Douglas, who's he's like anti anti-guns, anti guns uh, and anti second amendment, and you know they're 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 advocating for these causes, and yes, they are worthy causes, but. I think that instead of just broadly going out there and say saying, "Hey, maybe the gun industry, maybe pointing their questions or pointing their accusations or or what they can do to change things more directly to the people, uh, people in power," I don't know. How do you feel about it?
1: I agree with you one hundred percent, man. Um, you know and. Uh, it's you know I mean I think about my child and I think about her future and I always wonder you know what it's gonna be like on this planet when she's 50 years old you know or yeah. she's having kids and grandkids um as far as like the whole climate change thing with that little girl going ballistic. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you 100%. And I think anytime you want anybody to take you seriously, you have to come up with facts and statistics. You have to have data to back up what you're saying, not just go all off emotion, because the emotional uh, kind of attack or whatever it may be kind of will work, but it's not going to stick. It doesn't last. It's just it gets everybody riled up and then everybody will forget about it in a few days. Um but facts don't lie and you know and i, I remember your episode with uh, all the statistics on india and china being the worst polluters and it's 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 kind of troubling for those people i mean you almost wonder like you know what percentage of these people are getting cancer like i would love to see um kind of like the health records of how all that 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 population's doing with all that smog and pollution.
0: Yeah, I think I might look into that.
1: Yeah, that's that that should be that should be pretty interesting, you know.
0: I mean, they always show people walking around with masks, but those paper masks aren't going to filter out, you know, all of that stuff from getting into your lungs, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's funny you mention the paper mask cuz I went to the gun range this morning and there's a couple of uh, Ch- uh they were Chinese and she had a mask on while she was at the gun range. Oh, really? Like one of those nurse paper ones. Yeah, you know? yeah. Huh. I th- I th- I think that's what they do when they're sick. But maybe she just didn't want to breathe in. You know the the carbon. I don't know. <laughs> and you know
0: it, it's it's not even that bad outside. You know, if you go to like an indoor range, you know it's pretty it's pretty potent. But when you're yeah. outside, it's really it's really not too bad.
1: Nah, nah. I love the smell of forty five in the morning. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, I, I, I just think that, uh, you know, a lot of people, they go on TV or they, you know, they, they go out and they say their, you know, their spiel and then there's no solutions. They like they don't offer any any solutions or the solutions that they offer are completely like unrealistic, you know, like say uh, they come out. They're like, yeah, everybody has to start or the United States needs it needs to be 100 um, percent unreliant on fossil fuels in five years, it's like there's no okay. way that's even possible, you know. Right, there's no way. Th- there was, they were mentioning the other day, they had a cop. A cop was, uh, they had a Tesla, a Tesla, uh, he had a Tesla like P90D squat car, and they were chasing somebody and it ran out of juice, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know. And it's like, you know, classic, you know, it's like, of course it did. Of course it ran out of battery power and, and the, and the guy got away and, and he was
1: laughing,
0: (laughs) you know, you can laugh at that kind of stuff. You know, I think that it's kind of funny, but I I just don't think the world, I mean, our, our, at least our country is, is ready for to be 100% fossil fuel independent. I mean, I, I try to do my part, man. I have, um, I use my iPad for, like a notebook. I use the Apple pencil to, to write down on stuff and I use my iPad like as, as a notebook so that I don't use paper. So I try not to use, use papers. I mean, I don't know what difference it makes, but you know, I'm consciously trying to do something. I, um, I don't drink out of plastic water bottles. I, I have a water bottle that I refill and stuff. So that's one thing I try to do to t- maybe lessen personally, lessen my footprint. Cause you know, you see these you see pictures of uh, or, or a video of plastic being washed up onto the beach, like beach shores and stuff like that. And, and animals caught in between the six pack, uh, you know, the, or straws. And like I saw a video with this turtle that had a straw in its nose. And, and that stuff is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's brutal to see. And, and I understand. But at the same time, it's like, where is that trash coming from? And, and where is this picture being taken at? You know, it's, it's, that's not happening on, you know, Santa Monica Beach you know that's not happening on in Daytona beach you know that's happening somewhere and i want to know where it is you know it could be it could be anywhere you know but you i mean you you typically don't see that kind of stuff i'm not saying there isn't trash there but i'm saying that the us footprint especially the the strides that we've made in the past few years it's not that that it's not that uh, d- detrimental as to where other p- places are where this stuff is unregulated. And I think that that's a start to identify where these things are unregulated, find out, you know, how maybe uh, some of these countries are dealing with their trash, what their recycle uh, policies are, and then uh, a- and implementing something.
1: I got the idea for the trash problem. Shoot that stuff to space, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say burn it.
1: <laughs> no, nah, man, just shoot it into space, right? Yeah. Like it might as well pollute. It, it, we're polluting the Earth. Might as well pollute the space, you know, and just shoot it out there. It'll keep going, right?
0: I mean, it is infinite. I mean, it's constantly uh, expanding.
1: We have plenty of room out there, guys. Come on, just build a big shuttle. Mm. Put all the trash in there and just shoot it to space, man. <laughs>
0: you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I read an article today about uh, these these scientists, and um, I'm not obviously not going to quote it because you know I'm not as educated as these guys. But essentially, what they're doing is they're saying that travel from one point to another is possible through a wormhole because they're trying to create. They're trying to. What they're trying to do is they're creating. Um, they're creating these tiny black holes and they're manipulating them with electromagnetic like magnets. And what they're doing is that they're, they're twisting them and then in twisting them, they're opening up like a gateway.
1: <laughs> that's wild, man. And you know what, man,
0: when you hear about that kind of stuff, maybe climate change is like the last thing we should be worrying about because you know, these guys could be opening up a portal somewhere that's going to swallow the earth, you know,
1: Right. right. Well, I saw I saw another science thing where where these scientists were showing how they were able to teleport a molecule from one place to another. Wow, that that really happened. Um, and they were because they want to learn how to teleport people is basically the goal yeah right?
0: oh man you're, you're 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 talking now we're talking <laughs> yeah.
1: i saw that i was watching it late night on some like science channel and i was watching these guys and they had like these two different towers i think they were about like 3 or 4 miles away from each other wow and they they literally like were able to teleport one molecule to another i don't remember what kind of molecule it was Uh, but it was really quite interesting. It made for good late night watching, you know?
0: Oh, I see. And, and that's the kind of stuff, man, if I'm like, you know, working on something and then I just happen to pull something up, that's the worst thing that can come on for me, man, because like, that'll keep me up for another hour because then I'll be looking it up. Okay. Where is this at? Let's see what YouTube has. And of course there's multiple videos of this stuff on YouTube. And then you just go down the rabbit hole, you know?
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah! I love that stuff, man. Uh, And it was it was kind of interesting too because they were talking about well, what if we took a? They're trying to figure out if we took a person and we use the (laughs) same technology, right? Would you be rearranged in the right?
0: Right? (laughs) Would
1: you be inside out by the time you get there? Like, what would happen? you know or what but, if they
0: like teleport you to like a different time you know like well i think there's like a t-mobile or a sprint commercial out now or this kid's at a she's at a like a talent like a like a science like a science fair and she has like a time displacement device and she has like people coming out from like you know feudal japan and dinosaurs and stuff and then stuff from the future you know
1: genghis khan shows up yeah that's the last thing we need yeah <laughs> <What are> the- <laughs> I'm reading
0: uh, I'm reading a comic series right now it's I don't know how much you are into comics but it's kind of like a distressor for me and uh, I'm reading the House of X and powers of X and it's incredibly interesting man this guy he's they're kind of like restarting like the like an x-men. Doing like a big X Men run, and some of it is about. I don't want to ruin. If anybody's listening and they're they're and they're reading it, and haven't read it yet. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But it's really interesting, and some of the stuff that we're talking about is kind of involved in the uh, in the series, and it's yeah. it's really good. And if if you if you if you like reading that kind of stuff, you should check it out, man.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: So love- apparently. Apparently, uh, President Trump is uh, is in hot water. You know, Nancy Pelosi is, th- is starting an Im- impeachment inquiry, and okay. uh, and uh, I don't know where this is going to go. You know, is this is it is it a witch hunt? Is it true? Is it false? You know, what's what's going on?
1: Do you think that they're so so Biden right? Like his chances of becoming president right now i think out of the democrats is has dropped a little bit over the years right yeah
0: i I, I, I mean i've heard multiple reports i've heard that he's doing good and then i've heard that uh he's dropping
1: so if he's dropping maybe this whole thing is to kind of bring him i'm wondering if the democrats are throwing him under the bus to push the next candidate up Mm. Wondering.
0: it's not like they haven't done that before you know <laughs>
1: right They're like, you're going down anyways you're not gonna make it yeah Screw it. let's let's take you and trump out all in one shot
0: it's like hey okay joe uh you know we did this to bernie a few years ago and you know we can't do it to him, <laughs> him twice so uh you gotta you gotta you gotta take one for the team here pal <laughs>
1: yeah that's 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 what i'm feeling right now poor bernie man he's so old Like, and you know, I like the guy so much, but you know, he, I heard he's running again. I'm like, man, you know, I think he's like surpassed his time. I don't think, you know, uh.
0: he had a good, he had a good podcast with Joe Rogan. And to be honest with you, I think that, I think all presidential candidates, they need, they absolutely need to do like a podcast circuit because they need to sit down and talk about their ideas, and talk about you know what they want to do and their changes. And they need to talk to somebody that is not on the payroll. They need to talk to somebody that is going to ask them, you know, un- uncensored questions about tough issues and tough problems. And they need to uh, stand there and and answer them because I think the debates are a complete circus. They're they're a circus for th- their base and 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 the people that are. That are tied to that base. So I'm, I'm talking about the people that were like, I was born a Democrat, my Democrat, my, my dad was a Democrat, my grandfather was a Democrat, I'm a Democrat, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody says from the other side, whether it's logical or not, I'm going to vote Democrat, you know, and then obviously, there's, this, there's the this same on the on the flip side of the coin. And I think that it's a it's a small demographic, but they do have a demographic demographic of people that do that But I do believe that there's people in the middle that are you can consider them left leaning conservatives or right-leaning liberals and and we need to get information from from, from these people. You know, like Andrew Yang was on Joe Rogan and he went into detail about about his programs and and Bernie has gone on there as well. And I'm not saying Joe Rogan's the only guy, but it needs to be somebody like him um, who doesn't give a shit, you know, because what I mean by that is that he's going to ask questions that he thinks that are important and he's going to ask questions that he's going to think that they need to answer. And it needs to be somebody that, and he doesn't have anything to lose. I mean, he, he has a lot to lose, but they're not going to take it from him. You know, he's too yeah. popular. He's way too popular on YouTube. His podcast is too popular. He's too popular on, on MMA for him to be silenced. You know, and 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 it needs to be somebody needs to be somebody like that. So uh, I mean, that's I, I completely went off uh, a subject because we were talking about uh, Joe Biden, but you know that's what I think needs to happen with 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 the debates. They need to scrap the debates, and and there needs to be they need to have these people on podcast. I mean, but back to President Trump. You know, what do you think, man? What's that?
1: What do you think, man? About what? what about this whole thing. You think, Yeah, <laughs> I mean, do you think that President Trump is on grounds for impeachment, even with doing what he did?
0: I'm going to say that whether he's guilty or not, he's not the first person to do this. So is this we're going to burn him because he he got caught or is this, you know, some kind of like political sabotage? But you can't tell me that he's the first person to you know to to do this stuff.
1: Of course not.
0: And and that's and 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 actually that's my point is that okay, so that so so maybe he did do it and maybe it's true. I don't believe that he's I don't believe that he's the first person to do it. And and that being said, there's been other people that have done it and there's been other people that have corrupted this system that you can't just throw him under the bus and say, okay, we're going to do this to you, but there's other people running around. I mean, who knows? Anybody could have done this. You know, maybe president Obama did this, you know, I'm I'm not saying that he did. I'm saying that there's a possibility. I mean, nobody comes, nobody goes into the white house and comes out clean. Do you know what I mean? And, And I think that that's something that people need to accept that, when you become president, you do things and you have to make hard decisions and tough decisions about things that, yes, people aren't going to agree with. But you're also going to have to make these decisions about things that people aren't going to know about. And th- and those hard decisions are going to be things that maybe you can live with. Maybe you, you can't you can't live with, um, you know, for example. And, and you can't change the rhetoric later on. So say, you know, President Obama. He did not he thinks that people shouldn't make a certain amount of money. Or or that or that people who make a certain amount of money, they should they should be taxed, you know, accordingly. And and I agree with that. And they run with this idea that the um the elites, the millionaire elite, the billionaire elite are are scum and that they are um and and we need to tax them and, and they're living on cloud nine and it's not fair to everybody else. But at the same time, on the other end, you know, he gets a 60 million dollar deal from Netflix to do to do films and produce films for them. And he buys 15 million dollar beachfront property. So if they're saying what it is about climate change that, you know, to move away from the shores because they're going to be, um, you know, because water levels are rising. Why is you know President Obama buying beachfront property? and it's not that I have anything against him making sixty million dollars from Netflix, and it's not that I have anything against him spending fifteen million dollars on on beachfront property to enjoy his life or how much money he makes. you know it's it's not about that it's it's that you can't you and your base can't say that certain people can't live the high life while you're on on the other hand, you're going off and living the high life yourself,
1: right. Right. No, I totally agree with that.
0: So is, is President Trump on on the – is he out there for impeachment? Maybe. Um.
1: Well, you know what's interesting about that whole thing? So the whistleblower, right? Right. Which was a, a CIA agent, right? So that guy just went in. He just happened to go – And sub in for another another guy for about three days, and then he gets back to the CIA, and then this stuff comes out. Like, isn't that kind of like suspicious, right? Like, yeah, he 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 was just supposed to be a temp, and all of a sudden he ends up being the guy blowing the whistle.
0: Yeah. Sounds like a domestic espionage. Sounds like an operation on, on the CIA against the administration, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, it does. Hell yeah, it does. I mean, you know, and oh God, we've said too much. It's not safe. I know.
0: And yeah. you know, the CIA working inside the United States, that's supposed to be illegal, you know? So, right. uh, yeah. T- uh, I mean, I guess take that as it may. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, man. I, I, I kind of put those two together and I was like, Hmm. Interesting. You know, like, um, but I always thought of the CIA as kind of like, they kind of do their own thing. And I think they've always had this kind of thing between, like the president, you stay out of my way, we stay out of yours kind of relationship, I guess. Yeah. Uh, You know, don't look into what I'm doing. I do what I want. And you guys, they do what you want to do, you know?
0: Yeah, and the NSA is like, don't worry, we're not even here. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're everywhere, but we're, we're nowhere at the same time,
1: you know? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there, there there could definitely be some stuff going on there, but I want to be alive, and so I'm not going to talk anymore about
0: <laughs> that. <laughs> Well, cool, man. I really appreciate you coming back on the podcast, man. We'll definitely do more of these. This is fun. You know, just throwing out a couple of issues that's going on and kind of bullshit about it. You know, that's always fun. Yes. Guys, if you are not subscribed to Alex's uh, YouTube channel, go ahead and do it. Alex, why don't you throw out your your Instagram and your uh, YouTube channel?
1: Oh, yeah. So if you guys are in the pocket knives uh, or just want to check it out, just look at one episode or something you can find me on instagram under alex underscore knife box and on youtube i'm just alex's knife box with the apostrophe in there so you guys can check me out if you guys are into that sort of thing and uh you know thanks for having me back on podcast 57 i love this podcast i've listened to all of them it's a pleasure and an honor to be back on man
0: awesome man thanks thanks again for coming back on that's all we got for you guys today This is Priya and Alex out.